All right. Well, uh, you know, before we get going here and diving into the scripture that was just read by uh, Brandon, Brandon and Danica, I just wanted to share a few things with you. Quisiera compartir algunas cosas antes de profundizar un poco en la palabra. Um, I just wanted you to know that for about the last three years or so, since they changed the law, I have not bought one plastic bag from the store. That's right. No he comprado ninguna bolsa de plástico de las tiendas. In fact, I faithfully take my reusable bags. Tengo mis bolsas reutilizables. It's there in my car, and I'm always there uh, to do that. And the reason is, of course, that I care about our planet, okay? Me preocupo de nuestro planeta. And that's why also I, I wanted you to know that I am a recycling fanatic, okay? So my blue bin at home is filled up every single week with recyclable things. Yo lleno el basurero azul de cosas reciclables cada semana. I mean, if it can be reused, if it can be repurposed, recycled, I'm going to put it in there. I'm going to save that thing. Yo voy a guardar las cosas reciclables. And in the process, I'm going to save our world. Voy a salvar el mundo también. And speaking of saving people, uh, check out my mask. That's right. This is my mask, and I want you to know, quiero que sepan, I wear this just about wherever I go. Yo llevo esta máscara donde quiera que yo pueda. And in fact, sometimes I even wear it when I am driving. Yeah, that's right. Aún me la llevo al manejar el carro. Why? Well, because you know that, that pesky coronavirus, it might even be able to get through glass. You just never know. Ese virus puede penetrar hasta el vidrio a lo mejor. No sé. But I'm willing to, to make the sacrifice. Estoy dispuesto a hacer el sacrificio. And actually, I'm, I'm not afraid of a little bit of pain. You know what I mean? No, no tengo miedo del dolor. And, and that's why... Um, I, you know, I decided to go ahead and, um, yeah, I got this tattoo here. That's right. Tengo este tatuaje. Um, you know, um, I felt like I wanted to identify with people who may have had a troubled past. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what Jesus did. Quiero identificarme con esas personas con un pasado turbado a lo mejor. And I want to be a part of making a difference. That's what it's all about, right? Quiero marcar una diferencia. And that's why I've also created the hashtag, Russ Really Cares. And I want you to go out there and check it out, okay? Yo tengo un hashtag también. And you can be aware of all of the amazing charitable activities that I'm taking part in. And I'd really like you to do that. Quiero que hagan eso. Okay, yeah, enough of that. If you're about ready to throw up right now, I don't blame you. Si están por arrojar, si tienen náuseas, no les echo la culpa. What have I just done? Well, what I've done is give you an act, really. I've given you an example of what nowadays we call virtue signaling. Okay, maybe you've heard that term before. Se trata de la señalización de la virtud. And it's everywhere. It's so prevalent in our day and age. Uh, what is virtue signaling? ¿Qué es? Well, I got one definition online that I really like. Virtue signaling, it says, is the conspicuous or open communication of moral values and good deeds. Es la comunicación conspicua de, de los valores morales y las buenas obras. And in our day of, of social media, we need to know that 
virtual signaling, virtue signaling isn't just for other people. It, it, it's something that we're not immune, immune to. We're not immune to the virtue signaling virus. No estamos inmunes al virus de la señalización de la virtud. I mean, after all, who doesn't like to get noticed? I mean, even just a little bit. ¿A quién no le gusta que la gente se fije en uno? Who doesn't like to get lots of likes on their posts? ¿Quién no quiere muchos likes? Who doesn't like to have lots of comments rolling in on your profile? Who doesn't like to, you know, to get uh, in, in a place where people have this positive view, they see you as an enlightened, caring, good person? ¿Quién no le gusta que la gente mire a uno como una persona buena y positiva? There's a certain satisfaction that comes from being noticed. Hay una satisfacción cuando la gente se fija en uno. In fact, this is interesting, scientists have documented that when we get likes on our profiles, when, when we get lots of comments, when we get lots of retweets, uh, uh, there is in the brain uh, a chemical that is triggered called dopamine. Cuando tenemos muchos likes, hay una, un químico en el cerebro, dopamina. And that chemical, it produces a kind of emotional high that we get. Hay un como una extasia emocional. And, and we actually, it's, it's part of what's called the brain's reward system. Ese sistema de recompensa del cerebro. And once we get that reward, once we get that, that dopamine hit, we want more of that. And so that's why even today it is documented that so many of us are addicted to social media. We're addicted to that. Estamos adictos a los medios sociales because of that reward system, por ese sistema de la recompensa. Now, I want us to have that in mind today as we look a little bit further at the scripture that was read from Matthew chapter 6. Vamos a mirar Mateo 6, because here what we find is that Jesus is warning us. He's warning us about the dangers of virtue signaling. Nos está advirtiendo de los peligros de la señalización de la virtud. And he's doing it within the Jewish religious system of his day and age. Está dentro del sistema religioso judío. Now, in that system, a good Jew was expected to engage in three key spiritual habits. Un buen judío tenía tres hábitos espirituales. The first of those was giving to the needy or generosity. Primero, dando a los necesitados. The second was prayer. Oración. And the third spiritual habit was, of course, fasting. Era el ayuno, el tercer hábito. Abstaining from food, el abstenerse de la comida. That's what a good Jew was supposed to do. And you could say that, that giving and praying and fasting, those were kind of the spiritual media of the Jewish people. Eran los medios espirituales. That is, it was the spiritual means by which the Jewish people were to practice and experience the presence of God. Así podían experimentar la presencia de Dios. But here's the problem that developed. And this is the problem that Jesus is addressing. What was meant to be spiritual media, a, a, a vehicle for connecting with God, had somehow become social media. 
a way for connecting and impressing other people. Lo que eran medios espirituales, vehículos para conectarse con Dios, se habían convertido en medios sociales para impresionar a la gente. And Jesus here confronts this head on. Jesús aquí enfrenta esto. And I want to take a look with you at this because there's a repeating cycle here. First of all, in chapter 6, verse 2, Jesus says, when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites or the actors do uh, in order to be honored by others. Cuando de a los necesitados, no lo anuncien al son de trompeta como lo hacen los hipócritas para que la gente les rinda homenaje. Don't do that. When you're practicing generosity to people who are in need, don't make a spectacle of it. No hagan espectáculo de eso. The second spiritual habit, chapter 6, verse 5, when you pray, don't be like the actors. Don't be like the hypocrites. They love to stand up praying. Now, that was the typical Jewish posture. Se ponen de orando, se ponen de pie orando. But where were they doing it? In front of everybody in the synagogue, on the street corners, en las sinagogas y en las plazas. Why? to be seen by others, para que los otros los vean. And then we turn to chapter 6, verse 16, the third habit. Capítulo 6, 16. When you fast, do not look somber as the actors do, the hypocrites do. They disfigure their faces. Cuando uno no ponga característica, como hacen los hipócritas, de mudan sus rostros. What that's talking about is the fact that, that when the Jewish people fasted, in Bible times they would fast in what's called sackcloth and ashes. They would have ashes And those people were the actors. They were putting ashes all over their faces, smearing it all over to say, hey, look at me, I'm fasting. Estaban poniendo cenizas en la cara para mostrar que estaban en ayuno. And Jesus, in each one of these, says, don't do that. No hagan eso. Why? Three times, three times he says, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to give you the bottom line. Tres veces dice, les aseguro. Those who do this have received their reward in full. They've received their reward in full. Los que hacen eso han obtenido toda su recompensa. If you're looking to do this to, to get your dopamine rush, if you're looking to do this to pet your ego, you'll get it, but that's as far as it will go. Si hacen esto para un poco de dopamina o para sobar el ego, ese es donde va a llegar. In fact, in chapter 6, verse 1, at the very beginning, he says, be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before others to be seen by them. Cuídense de no hacer sus obras de justicia delante de la gente para llamar la atención. Why? If you do that, he says, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. No van a tener ninguna recompensa de su Padre Celestial. What that means is that if you're looking to use this as spiritual media, it's not going to work. God's not going to see you giving to that needy person. Dios no te va a ver dando a esa persona necesitada. Your prayers are going to hit the ceiling and come right back down. They won't get to God. Tus oraciones no van a llegar a Dios. And when you fast, It's going to leave you spiritually hungry and empty without any experience of God. You'll have no reward from Him. Cuando ayunas, no vas a tener ninguna experiencia de Dios. Vas a estar vacío espiritualmente. So, here's the thing. If human approval, if, if human acceptance is what you're after, human acceptance is all you're going to get along with a dopamine addiction 
and a pride addiction. Si la aceptación humana es lo que quieres, solo vas a recibir eso con una adicción a la dopamina y al orgullo. But, Jesus goes on to say, there's another way. Hay otro camino. And he begins to outline that in chapter 6, verse 3. Capítulo 6, 3. He says, when you give to the needy, when you practice that spiritual habit, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Que no se entere tu mano izquierda de lo que hace tu derecha. Don't let that happen. And, and then he goes on to say, so that your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Your father will see it. Tu padre que está en lo secreto lo verá y él te recompensará. And then in chapter 6, verse 6, capítulo 6, 6, he says, when you pray, go into your room and close the door and pray to your father who is un Seen. Cuando te pongas a orar, vete a tu cuarto, cierra la puerta y ora a tu padre que está en lo secreto. And your father, who is unseen, will see you. He'll reward you. Tu padre te va a dar recompensa en lo secreto. And again, we come up to chapter 6, verse 17. Capítulo 6, 17. He says, when you're fasting, wash your face. Get the, the ashes off your face. He, he says, clean up, put some oil, some perfume on you so that it will not be obvious to other people that you're fasting. Cuando ayunes, perfúmate la cabeza, lava la cara para que no sea evidente a los demás. Do it so that it will only be obvious to your father who sees what is done in, your, in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Así que tu padre que ve en lo secreto te recompensará. So the key, the key all three times when Jesus is talking about this spiritual media is to go to the secret place. Go to that secret place where God is. Vete al lugar secreto donde está Dios. And where is that? Where is that secret place? Donde está ese lugar secreto? Well, we can tell you where it's not. It's not the secret place that was found in the temple. No es el lugar secreto del templo. That was a secret place that was very special. It was called the holy, holiest place or the holy of holies. Era el lugar más santo del templo and no one could get into that secret place. No one except the high priest on one day out of the year to ask for God's forgiveness for the people. Solo el sumo premio sacerdote podía entrar una vez al año para pedir perdón de los pecados del pueblo. And he would have to go through this very thick curtain to get into that secret place. Jesus can't be talking about that secret place because nobody can get there except one. Nadie puede entrar ahí menos uno. So what is this secret place? Well, he does talk about going into your room to pray, right? That, find that kind of secret place. Vete a tu cuarto de tu casa. But, but if he's just talking about doing your acts of righteousness in a room of your house, that's pretty limiting too. Eso limita mucho. What if, you're, what if you're out of town? Does that mean you can't pray? What if you're homeless and you don't have a house? Does that mean you can't pray? Uh, if, you can't, if you can't do that, if you can't go to that place, what are you going to do? Si no vives en una casa o estás fuera del pueblo, ¿cómo? ¿no puedes orar? So we need to understand here that when Jesus talks about going into the secret place, he's not talking about a physical location. He's talking about a location of the heart. Se trata de un local no físico, sino del corazón. It's about 
focus. It's a, it's a matter of motivation. Se trata del enfoque, la motivación. When you do something good, when you engage in this spiritual media, focus on God. Let your motivation be to be noticed by God and no one else. Que tu enfoque esté en Dios, su motivación ser visto de Dios. And, and God, your Father, who sees what's done in that secret place where you go, He will reward you. Y Dios allí te va a recompensar. And what's that reward going to be? ¿Qué es esa recompensa? Well, it's simply to be seen, to be noticed, and to be approved by God. Ser visto y aprobado de Dios. In other words, the reward is God himself. That's the motivation. La recompensa de Dios mismo. In fact, if you read on in chapter 6, verse 19, Jesus begins to talk about this. He says, don't store up for yourself treasure on earth. Don't look for rewards that come from this, this world because they are temporary. Dopamine is temporary. Uh, the rewards, the treasures of this world are going to be destroyed by moth and rust. No acumulen para sí tesoros o recompensa de la tierra donde la polilla, el óxido carcomen. Don't do that. Rather, look for your treasure where God is. Put your treasure on things in heaven. Where moth and rust can't destroy those things, pon tu recompensa, tu tesoro en el cielo donde está Dios, donde la polilla no puede carcomer. Because you see, here's the deal, he says, where your treasure is, where the reward you're seeking is, that's where your heart's going to be. Put your heart on something that's going to be eternal, not temporary. Pon tu corazón en algo eterno. Donde está tu corazón, ahí estará tu tesoro. So that's what we're talking about. But we have a problem. Tenemos un problema. Jesus says you got to go to the secret place where God is. How do you get there? Well, the fact of the matter is, according to the Bible, is we can't get there on our own. No podemos llegar al lugar secreto por nuestras obras. Doesn't matter how good you are. Doesn't matter how many good works you do. Getting into that secret place, getting into that place of acceptance and of being noticed and of being received by God, that cannot happen by our own efforts because the Bible tells us our sins have separated us from God. There is like this huge curtain that keeps us from going into that holiest place of being accepted and reconciled by God. Hay algo que nos detiene de estar en ese lugar como una gran cortina gruesa que nos prohíbe de estar en la presencia de Dios. We can't get in there by our own efforts. And so someone has to come from where God is to where we are to bring us there. And that one is Jesus. Alguien tiene que llegar a Dios para abrirnos el paso y es Jesús. He is like that high priest who has gone into the presence of God for us. In fact, I want to read for you Hebrews chapter 9, 24. Quiero leer Hebreos 9, 24. This is what it says. Christ, that is Jesus, did not enter a man-made sanctuary that was only a copy of the true one. He didn't go into the holiest place of the temple in Jerusalem. Cristo no entró en un santuario hecho por manos humanas, simple copia del verdadero santuario. He entered heaven itself, now to appear for us in God's 
presence. Él entró en el cielo mismo para presentarse ahora ante Dios en favor nuestro. Jesus actually went into that holy place on our behalf. He opened the way. He went to that secret place with the Father to plead for our forgiveness. And he did that to open the way for us. You see, Jesus pleased God by his death and resurrection in our place. Jesús agradó a Dios muriendo y resucitando en nuestro lugar para abrir el paso al lugar santísimo con Dios. And so now it's like the curtain has been pulled away and we can enter in to that secret place of being accepted by God. I am loved by God. I am accepted by God. I am noticed by God. I am kept by God. I am saved by God, not because of what I do, but because of what Jesus has done. So, visto, aceptado y amado, salvado de Dios, no por lo que yo he hecho, sino Jesús. And so now, the motivation for doing good changes. I'm going to do good. I'm going to give. I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast or whatever I do, I'm going to do it not to earn my way into the secret place with God because I can't. I'm doing it to thank God that he's already opened it up through Jesus. Yo hago lo bueno no para meditar el favor de Dios, sino para agradecerle el favor de Dios que tengo ya en Jesús. That's the good news. The good news is that Jesus has fulfilled for us what we can't do for ourselves. Jesús hace por nosotros lo que no podemos hacer. Now, there is another issue here that I want to touch on because often when we read these verses, there's a question. So, does this mean that as followers of Jesus, we should never do anything good in public? No debemos hacer actos de justicia en el público. D does that mean that once we get back together again, for example, that we should not pass the offering plate, not only because of germs, but because, you know, if people are giving in front of other people, then we're going to mess up. Does that mean we can never have an offering time in church? No podemos tener tiempo de ofrenda en la iglesia. Does that mean that when we have prayer time and we're all together, when the elders pray or someone else or I pray, does that mean we're being hypocrites? Does that mean that, that we're doing something wrong? Cuando oramos en público, es decir que estamos haciendo algo malo cuando los ancianos oran o yo oro. Is that what that's about? And, and if we, for some reason, say, hey, we're going to have a fast, a fast day, we're inviting everybody to fast, does that mean we shouldn't do that? No debemos tener un ayuno comunitario tampoco? Not exactly. I want to highlight something here. Quiero subrayar algo. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 6, verse 2. Again, I remind you what Jesus says. He says, be careful. When you give to the needy, don't announce it with trumpets. Cuando des a los necesitados, no lo anuncies al son de trompetas. Don't do it like the hypocrites because what they like to be honored by people. They like to be glorified. A ellos les gusta ser honrados o glorificados, que la gente les rinda homenaje. Okay, so they do it to be honored by people. But... Look at this. In Matthew 5.16, a chapter earlier, Jesus says, In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works. Hagan brillar delante de todos su luz para que puedan ver sus buenas obras. What? 
Didn't Jesus just get done saying, don't do good works in front of other people? Here he's saying, do good works in front of people. Hagan brillar su luz, hagan buenas obras. There's a difference. Here he says, let them see your good works so that they may praise your Father in heaven. Para que alaben al Padre en el cielo. It's the same word, that they may honor, glorify God in heaven. So you see, when, when we as a community or as individuals, when we seek to do good before others in order to put the spotlight on God, in, in, in order to honor God, in, in order to make Jesus famous and to magnify and glorify the presence of God, to make God more visible and not us, that's good. That is glorifying God. Cuando hacemos las buenas obras para magnificar a Dios, para honrarle y hacerle Jesús famoso, eso es glorificante a Dios. That's the way to live. So again, the issue here is not about where we are physically when we do good things. It's about where we are spiritually. Donde estamos, no físicamente, sino espiritualmente. It's, it's a matter of focus. It's a matter of motivation. It's a heart issue. Es una cuestión del corazón. And through what we've learned today, Jesus really is inviting us. He's inviting us to go beyond virtue signaling. He's inviting us to go beyond the dopamine rush. Jesús quiere que vayamos más allá de la señalización de la virtud. Because beyond virtue signaling and the dopamine rush, there is the rush, the thrill of living and playing to an audience of one. Only one, and that's God. Hay el gozo de estar ante un público de uno, que es Dios. That's the invitation. So what I'd like to do here is to take some time and invite us all to a time of prayer, a time where we can repent and confess the many times, subtle or not so subtle, <laughs> that we have tried to virtue signal, that we've tried to put ourselves up front. Tenemos que arrepentirnos y confesar las veces que hemos hecho la señalización de la virtud. So I want us to pray into that individually, personally, but, but then also here's another invitation, otra invitación. This week, consider, I'm not telling you what to do, but I want to invite you to consider doing something anonymous for someone else in Jesus' name. I don't know what that could look like, but could you do something anonymous that puts the focus on Jesus and not on you? ¿Podríamos hacer algo anónimo para otra persona en nombre de Jesús? See, in the end, it's about opening the way and being in that secret place with God the Father. And Jesus has done that for us. Jesús nos ha abierto el paso para que estemos con el Señor en el lugar secreto y santo. And Jesus, our Lord, is our true reward. Él es nuestra verdadera recompensa. Let's pray together. Vamos a orar juntos. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time. And in the silence right now, we just want to pause and take a moment or two to confess and to put before you our hearts. We 
often have mixed motives. Your word says that even our best acts of righteousness are like filthy rags because there's always something in there that's selfish and prideful. Confesamos que aún nuestros mejores actos, Señor, contienen algo de orgullo, de soberbia. Y en el silencio queremos confesar nuestros pecados ante ti. Lord, accept our prayers now in the silence as we pray to you from our hearts. Heavenly Father, I want to pray that this week we could go to the secret place with you often, that place of prayer, that place of being ourselves in your presence, and lead us to escape the trap of social media addiction and to do what we do because we love you and we love people. And to even do that, we need you to change our hearts. Ayúdanos a hacer las buenas obras por amor a ti y a las demás personas, no para que la gente se pique en nosotros. Cámbianos el corazón. We thank you for the treasure we have in Jesus. We thank you for the treasure that will never be taken from us. It's him. Gracias por el tesoro, la recompensa que tenemos en Jesús, esa recompensa eterna. And we love you. Lord, keep working in our hearts. And keep using us so that we can shine a spotlight on you in our community and in our world. Que podamos siempre poner la luz en ti en nuestra comunidad y en nuestro mundo. We ask this in the name that is above all names. May all credit and glory be to you, Lord Jesus. Que toda la gloria sea tuya, Señor Jesús. It's in your name we pray. Amen.